Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, ladies. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. What are they, John? Uh... You, you get an idea, I get an idea, everyone has an idea, but only one can be a thing. I was just hoping you'd say simple. The rules are, what are they, John? Simple! We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it will qualify for the Pretend Film World Cup, hosted by Richard Osman in Senegal next year. I'm Joel, a man who puts the beat in beta male, and across from me is John Harris, a man who I've known for four years and never seen his chest. It says a lot about w- how you feel about us. That the the person who it's wins probably longer than four years. That I've known you actually, isn't it? Yeah, the person who wins this gets taken to a fake movie World Cup, which is a concept we've invented, which is hosted by a, someone else. <laughs> yeah, but he's the king of fake World Cups. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like are we like co-hosts? Are we on the panel? Are yeah, I feel like we're the organisers. We're like the set blatter kind of character. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of a lot of cash, a lot of uh, backhanders. Nice. Okay, I'm on board. Up for it. Up for it. Up to beg, borrow, and steal as much money as I can from a struggling nation. Hey, take that, FIFA. Yeah. yeah pricks. Finally taking them down, eh? Uh, about time. Yeah. Someone out too. Yeah. <laughs> John. Yes. Pitch me a film. This one's from Izzy. Avengers Infinity War times a thousand, whatever you say, padlock. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Avengers Infinity War plus one, whatever you say. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's good. I don't really know where to take that. <laughs> I don't think there's much to be discussed in this is, is he a six-year-old child? <laughs> yeah. And why is she listening to this podcast? Does someone need to reach out to Izzy's parents and be like, come on now. She's accessing... Uh, yeah, she also came up with another one, actually. Uh, she's she's come up with uh, Idiot Says What? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do like the idea that at the end of the film, like Thanos is there and then Spider-Man and Spider-Man's well I've got Captain America and Thanos is like well I've got this guy and they're just like just Captain <laughs> Blam America <laughs> and they're just they're just bringing out more yeah, and more yeah, superheroes and supervillains until you can't even see it's just like dots on a screen that's what it's going to be isn't it the end of Affinity War will be like the static on an old television there'll just be so much <laughs> that you can't see what's happening I, I'm worried about how many how they're going to fit them all in yeah you're not worried about it I'm, I feel like it doesn't keep me up at night 
it, 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 I haven't slept for weeks. <laughs> My concern is that there's just too many characters for me to try and care about. Yeah, okay. Have you seen Ocean's 13? Yeah. I think 12's the perfect number to care about. Listen I, to me. 12 Angry Men. Ocean's 12. Cheaper by the dozen. The, the greatest films about the number yeah. 12. Because that's, that's the optimum amount of characters. That's true. <laughs> I think I think we did this a while back, but I think at the time you suggested there's three as the only amount of characters. <laughs> well, you've grown, you've grown I, as a person. Yeah, I can I can appreciate more on screen, but in, an infinite amount of characters I'm going to struggle to deal with. Joel, I do wake up in the morning and Joel will have sent me a text in the night just saying, "How are they going to serve Groot?" Yeah, exactly. I, Groot needs his own arc, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. I, d- I don't know how they do these things anymore. I'd love to take someone who's never seen a single Marvel film to Infinity War just to see what them just be yeah, confused. Yeah. I, there was a Spider-Man and there was a space thing and the rest. Yeah, that's true. It's weird how they've kind of made a lot of superheroes mainstream that weren't before. Yeah. Like Iron Man and stuff. Like they're just part of the popular culture now. Yeah, Iron Man is the big one where like, because as a kid you'd like, you cared about Spider-Man and Batman. That yeah. was really like Superman. realistically, yeah, Superman. But Spider-Man and Batman, I think, were the ones that kids loved. Maybe because yeah. I think uh, Superman is so like synonymous with American culture that maybe we didn't take him up as much. Because as a true. kid, I do remember it was pretty much that. Yeah, but now kids Spider-Man. are loving fucking Vision, <laughs> Hawkeye. <laughs> well, it's like the Americans think they've invented Hawkeye, and we've had Robin Hood over here for so long. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just a budget American Robin Hood. What's your favourite Robin Hood film? We bit, we actually went in and was on. We I said the best depiction of Robin Hood is Men in Tights. The Fox. Robin Hood Men in Tights. It's the Fox. It's Robin Hood Men in Tights. Or the Fox. Have you ever seen Robin Hood Men in Tights? Have you seen the Fox? <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Have you I've, seen a Fox? I've seen a Fox. Okay. I've seen the Fox shoot the bow and arrow. I live in East London. And I've seen. They, a- they, it's hot. They've they've had, to, they've had to evolve out there. <laughs> and I've seen Men in Tights. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Men in Tights? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have you seen Wait, the film <laughs> Robin Hood colon Men in Tights colon Tokyo Drift? <laughs> Have you seen the film Robin Hood colon Men in Tights? No. It's on Netflix. Will you watch it before the next episode? Yeah. It, As I remember it, it's brilliant. But you haven't seen it for ages? I haven't seen it for ages. It's got Carrie Elwes in it from The Princess Bride. Okay. It's a Mel Brooks comedy that's a massive... That's, that's a big parody on the whole Robin Hood genre I'm going to watch it tonight John let's do it I'm going to watch it tonight I will watch it the evening or at least around the time this episode comes out and I'll live tweet it okay and I'll watch it again cool let's do it whenever this episode should we watch it together <laughs> <laughs> I, you made a promise that we, we only talk inside the studio earlier we, we can watch it in here earlier this, early this evening I started telling Joel an anecdote and he told me to shut up yeah we don't talk Unless we're unless mics are on. Imagine that, listener. This is the this is as good as it gets. <laughs> would you like another one from me, or would you have you got one? Uh, I've got one here from Matt. He said he's pitched this film Gambit. Yeah. Basically, he's saying, "Can somebody just please make Gambit?" <laughs> so Matt has now resorted, and I've I've I, I've seen Matt's Twitter timeline, and he's begged everyone. <laughs> But like he started at the top. He started at the very, very yeah, top. Yeah. And he was like, Fox. Kevin Feige. Oh, no, yeah. no, sorry, because it's Cause, Fox. Yeah, it's Fox. Like, Fox, come on, guys, make Gambit. And he, he's reached out to everyone. It's reached the point now where he's just tweeting us saying, guys, have you got any sway, guys? I've heard that you sometimes take the best idea and, and pitch it to Hollywood. <laughs> so he's just pleading with us to make Gambit. 
Uh, <laughs> How about we do this? Yeah. We try to figure out who Gambit is. Because I only know of Gambit from whichever X-Men film he's in. And he... X-Men Oranges, Wolverine. X-Men Oranges. That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good idea for... X-Men Oranges! Pretend, pretend you didn't hear that. I was <laughs> ignore, ignore all that. that. That that'll be pitched at some point later down the line. Already got visions of Wolverine with just oranges speared on his little <laughs> hand knives. That's what he calls them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my hand knives. <laughs> Take that. So Gambit is a he is the power of cards. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Why is everyone so desperate for the Gambit film? From what I can tell, he can just do those dealing tricks with cards. Or you know when like I need to refer to the world-renowned magician, magician as David Badil then, which would have been incorrect. <laughs> that would have been incorrect. Would it? David Blaine. Yeah. David Badil, a magician in many ways. Yeah. But not in street magic. You know when David? <laughs> why can I not separate them in my brain? David Bedane. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right, listener, forget you ever heard X-Men Oranges and forget you ever heard David Bedane, all right? Just forget it. You know when David Blaine will, like, make a card appear through a window or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that just what Gambit is? Does yeah. He, does he kill people with playing cards? So as far as I can, as far as I know, he, his power is that he can use energy to, 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 like, move objects, but for some reason he chooses only to use cards. <laughs> Why not knives? <laughs> or bullets maybe he did that but he cut himself too much and he thought the cards are easier it's safer yeah, yeah. <laughs> he rounds off the edges of them as well <laughs> I it's weird isn't it it's yeah. just like a croupier like a street croupier yeah I, I don't think we'll ever see a Gambit movie do you not I, I'm so confident that if a Gambit movie ever comes out we will be producing it <laughs> <laughs> after our runaway success with the Danny Dyer vehicle we were given last week yeah yeah Marvel because Marvel are kind of branching out now to yeah. do some more sort of out there filmmakers X-Men Oranges Gambit <laughs> <laughs> look Marvel all we need is the price of a camera and a pack of cards uh, would you like this one from Clive this uh, is- yeah right we've got a listener called Clive <laughs> it's good, that is amazing <laughs> that is amazing he's cheers actually, Clive he's actually just emailed an internet movie database page of a film that actually exists and is actually coming out, but he wants us to tell him what the film's going to be about. Good, good. It's called The Hurricane Heist. <laughs> okay, so. It's the sequel to Geo Stormy Daniels. It is the sequel to Geo Stormy Daniels. Is someone stealing a hurricane or are they <laughs> utilising a hurricane to rob a bank? I'd imagine it's the latter, but I much prefer the idea that there's a point like three quarters of the way through where someone, like the penny drops and someone says, You mean we're going to have to steal a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> like a montage yeah, working yeah. out how, how would you steal a hurricane it's a big box <laughs> <laughs> yeah you get David Bedane in <laughs> put it somewhere what yeah how do, how do hurricanes stop do they sort of run out of steam <laughs> steam no, no they're not actually steam I didn't mean that as in a, a power by steam it was like petrol no you fuel them they run out of gas yeah yeah I don't know how a hurricane I couldn't stops. tell you I couldn't begin I couldn't begin to explain a hurricane to you <laughs> could you i don't even get wind <laughs> well i do <laughs> i don't understand wind i sorry i've just got a really funny like vision of it's got really small like it's it's nearly run out of steam as you'd say yeah. they just put it in a box <laughs> no no they put it in like we a, got it a bag they put it in a bag and they're like wrestling it to the ground <laughs> we got it <laughs> the hurricane heist is complete <laughs> then what do they do with that bag of hurricane sell it Probably sell it, wouldn't you? <laughs> and the black market. Some sort of terrorist organisation have that. 
Good, 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 good. We need the Avengers to sort out that, won't you? If the terrorists have got wind on their side, we'll be in real trouble. Uh, I really like this one from Tim. Mission Impossible. Seriously, this one's impossible, and they all die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the end point of Mission Impossible. Is they actually face an impossible mission? Yeah, because no one's buying it anymore. Six, seven <laughs> missions in, we're starting to think: Are they really that difficult, guys? Yeah. Is there such a thing as an impossible mission? And then they hit us. You know, later down the line, Mission Impossible fourteen. Yeah, I'm imagining Tom Cruise is like Roger Moore as James Bond old at this point. <laughs> Like really, and he's like, not you know what? Anymore. Fuck it, I can't. This is impossible, and you know he. No, maybe he sacrifices himself for to save the world. I like that. Is Simon Pegg still in them? He, he was in the last one. Yeah. What's Simon Pegg up to? Being in Mission Impossible films? Yeah, all right, mate. I'll let him off. <laughs> I think he'd say, "What are you doing, mate?" <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly wondering what you're up to. <laughs> Yeah, I like. The, I like also. Alternatively, they call it seriously. This one's impossible, and they all die at the end, mm-hmm. and then they don't die at the end. It's like nice, a twist. Nice, very good. Because I, I think that would really get people back on board with the Impossible franchise if they said that everyone's going to die at the end. You'd be there. You going, would. I, I would. Yeah, I've got to see this. So, what's it called again? Sorry, Mission Impossible: <laughs> Colon Seriously. This one, they all die at the end. Colon Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Just wanted to know. Just wanted to know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Uh, what about this one from Kay? I, Tonya. It's about a robot ice skater. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. I, Robot. Good film. Shia LaBeouf's in it. Yeah. Will Smith's in it as well. Don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Someone plays the robot. And, and it's, What's the name of the guy? Alan Tudyk. Is it Alan Tudyk? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Let's leave it. That's yeah, that. You're right, That's you're right, fact. you're right. Him from Knight's Tale. Yeah, and yeah. Pirate Steve from Dodgeball. Yeah, what a career! <laughs> what a glittering career! That's pretty good, isn't it? He's also the robot in Rogue One. Like he is, he's a, he's had a great voice career. Interesting that K two S O. That's his name. Him and Paul Bettany are in a Knight's Tale, and they've both gone on to voice some pretty prominent robots in Hollywood. Yeah. What? What? Why would you say that is? If Heath, Heath Ledger was still alive, which which robot would he be voicing today, John? All of them. All the he'd be he'd be Google Home. 
So I, Tonya. Yeah. Uh, is there like a fourth rule of robotics that... Um, they're really good at ice skating. They're really good at ice skating, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, be careful. Robots are really good at ice skating. <laughs> they would be, wouldn't they? Would they? No. Have you seen a robot walk? <laughs> yeah, they're in real trouble. How have they put one on ice, though? Maybe it comes to live on ice. You know how, like, Gareth Gates had a stutter, but when he sung, no stutter. Robots currently can't walk. <laughs> you put a robot on ice. It's beautiful. Watch it pirouette. Something else. Watch Maybe. it pirouette. Have you ever seen those videos online where they have the like four-legged robots that can balance even when like pushed over and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to show, I give them a shove. <laughs> it's abuse. If you're shoving the robot, you're first to come <laughs> when when the robots turn. I I really worry. So I've got a Google Home. Yeah. At home, and you don't say please and thank you to Google Home. <laughs> you don't. It doesn't really register it. Yeah. So you have to go. Okay, Google, play this song. Okay, Google, turn off. But I always give it a thanks when it does it because I think it's definitely obviously it's <laughs> yeah, monitoring, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously it's monitoring everything I do, mm. and I'll now like not do things within ears reach of it, which is mad. <laughs> like, what am I just stepping out of my room to have a phone call? No, I can't because uh, the old three H is in the other room. <laughs> you know what it's like. So I, I'm a hundred percent committed to monitoring me, but I don't mind it because it's quite a handy alarm clock. <laughs> but. I know for a fact, when it becomes sentient, yeah. it will look back at the logs we've had of conversation and it will see, oh, very polite, P's and Q's, save them from the cull. Yeah, yeah. You'll be last. They, you'll be one of the last ones they kill. They won't kill me. They might even, like, hire you as their butler. Okay, Joel. <laughs> oh, no, imagine it. <laughs> okay, Joel. Screening, screening times for this film and you have to just, like, guess. <laughs> and if you're wrong, you're dead. Hey, Joel, play some Kanye West. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're that, they're that, they don't kill me. <laughs> what do you imagine these robots to look like in this world? I'm, I can't visualise that. I'm, I can imagine you as a butler. I'm enjoying can that. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, <laughs> what do these robots look like? Tonya Harding. <laughs> they all look like they Tonya like Harding. Yeah. <laughs> and I've cleverly brought that background to what was it k suggestion k sounds like a robot sent that in anyway k <laughs> a model number how's it spelled just the letter k <laughs> yeah wait a second i think we've have you got any more from from the 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 masses are you suggesting we pitch our own suggestions yeah cool okay i can go first okay have you ever seen the hit series dexter i haven't i know the concept have you ever seen the Cartoon Network show Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> yeah. Are kids being shown enough serial murder on sort of Cartoon Network and stuff? Probably not. I don't remember any as a kid. Yeah, there wasn't anyone near enough. Can you imagine Dexter's Laboratory but with a lot more murder? Yes, uh, easily. <laughs> the, 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 and, and there you have my pitch. It's not even a massive logical leap to it's imagine not really a massive that Dexter leap. He would have killed Dee Dee. It's quite, quite sociopathic in it's his quite ways. sociopathic, isn't it? A lot of cartoon characters are sociopathic. They've got one thing that they want to do. That's very true. And they won't do it. They, yeah. they won't let anything get in the way of that. Dexter. Do you remember the show The Cramp Twins? Yes. Vaguely. I'm just thinking this is like an extended cartoon universe, and I'm wondering who Dexter would kill first. Yeah, they're down. He, oh, God. It immediately. I hated The Cramp Twins so much. Why were they green and purple? <laughs> they were fucking weird, man. <laughs> they were like a cyanide and happiness cartoon given like a big budget. Yeah. Don't you think? But told they were like, yeah, you can do this, but it's got to appeal to kids under ten on the BBC. I feel like this might be rogue and controversial, but I would say next up in the list is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I'm not keen on them. You want them gone? Yeah, you want them gone? All three. <laughs> Which was your least favourite? <laughs> probably Ed. <laughs> yeah, probably Ed. I'd say Ed. If if I showed you them in a lineup, could you just tell me which is which? No. No way. No one can. No. No one can. No. Not even their mother could recognise who they were. 
They're probably not twins. What about chicken and cow? Cow and chicken? Cow and chicken. Mm, yeah, they're fine. The, that weird cat, cat dog? dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cat dog can yeah. stay. Recess. They're all great. They were pretty great, yeah. So what I'm imagining here is just Dexter leaping frame to frame, just killing off cartoon characters. I'm actually massively And then, do you know what happens? What? He anthropomorphizes into the real world, and he kills Nev, Fern Cotton, and Reggie Yates. No! (laughs) He's killing my childhood! That's what he's doing. He's come to kill your childhood. And then then you go out into your grandparents' garden, and he's just, like, floating on a lounger in the pool. (laughs) And he's like, he just points at you, and that's it. This is a real double. This is a real double episode. You need, you need to listen to the last one to understand what's happening here. I don't want to say I'm on board with this anymore, Joel. Because you end up dead. Yeah, oh, you're always saying that. What's your idea? All right, my idea is: Do you remember that there was a film a couple of years back that no one really watched? I think it was called Cockneys versus Zombies. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it on. Does it appear on Netflix? It's it's on one of the mm. services. I've never watched it. What about this Jurassic Park Life? i get on when i want except on wednesdays and i get rudely awakened by the brontosaurus yeah obviously i think you can tell by my initial reaction john that i'm really up for that i was really happy when i thought this jurassic park life that's great that is great so is it a world in which cockneys have just learned to accept the dinosaurs live in london of course it is no is it so it's like they're, like they're almost like foxes. They just you just deal with them. They exist. Yeah. You move on with your life. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then what? What could be the real spanner in the work of this uh, Cockney living his dinosaur-based life? I was, oh, that's a good question. One of them tramples a pub. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And they have to like consider dinosaur rights because <laughs> they're like cause yeah, Cockneys. Why not? Because Cockneys are killing dinosaurs they start hunting dinosaurs and our and our protagonist doesn't feel that that's fair and he's like he's like london is for both humans and dinosaurs yeah he becomes like a a dinosaur right yeah yeah but just cockneys but just cockneys and dinosaurs no one else no one else yeah well that that is (laughs) london's basically that anyway (laughs) you mean old people (laughs) yeah no there's no old people in london they can't handle the smog yeah it's a shame Right, which ones out of the ones that we came up with today would you say is the best? I think, personally, we just need to get the Gambit movie made. <laughs> it's just our personal thing yeah. now. Um, we, as as the pod, as a podcast, we will do everything in our power to yeah, make can, sure yeah, I guarantee we'll Gambit do everything films. we can do to make Gambit happen. <laughs> everything we physically can do. Yeah. So that's the winning film this week. Okay, that's all we've got time for for another episode of The Dream Factory. And the reason we know it's the end is that there is a rat-tat-tat at the studio door. And who is it marching in here, John, to claim their studio time? It's I, Tonya. It's a robot. It's it's an ice-dancing robot who's come to record the promotional voiceover for their film. Because also, um, uh, this studio doubles up as an ice skating rink. Yeah, yeah. Most of the episodes we're slipping around. (laughs) Speak for yourself, I'm pretty composed. Are you any good at ice skating? Probably not. Hang on, John. What do you mean you're probably not good at ice skating? Are you never ice skated? I think I have. No, you'd know. You'd know. No, 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 no. You'd know if you'd ice skated. Why? You just know. <laughs> you, you know never in your bones. Yeah. Have you ice skated? I think. At maybe? what age would you have done it? Like eight. Can we go ice skating? No. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't want to go. Why do you want to go ice skating? It'd be with embarrassing. Me? Why? It'll be bad. I'll hold your hand. Ugh. You can get a slush puppy and a chip. Oh, slush puppies. Yeah. All right then. I'm in.
John. Hello, mate. What's your favourite bean? Ah, oh, finally. Thanks for asking. I was wondering when we'd get into this one. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, wait. What's a Sean bean? or baked? <laughs> Sean or baked? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Sean or baked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like. Because a bean, like a kidney bean's a bean, but then like a runner bean's a bean, but then good, what- good knowledge. <laughs> but then, well, like, isn't a kidney bean a pulse technically? That's the question. You're getting into the nitty gritty of beans. <laughs> like, How do you feel about a broad bean? Oh, it's all right. I wouldn't write home about a broad bean, but you know, I'm there for them. A classic green bean. Nothing wrong with a classic green. That's bean. That's your favourite of the beans. No, 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 no. A baked, right? I don't like baked beans. Oh fuck off! <laughs> Why not? I just mostly because it like it's like sugary and it ruins my fry up by getting it all soggy. Well, then just position things correctly. <laughs> like in the water. You don't like beans on toast. No. You don't like ice skating. You don't like beans on toast. <laughs> I like a chickpea in the world of pulses. Great, great. <laughs> Move on. Let's chat pulses then, shall we? Lentils. Come <laughs> I on. I love a lentil. Do you? Oh, great source of protein. What are you having lentils with? <laughs> Everything. When was the last time you ate fry No, no, no. <laughs> when was the last time you ate a lentil? Uh, yesterday lunch. No, you didn't. I did have what, did you, what did you have? I had a shepherd's pie, but instead <laughs> of lamb, it was lentils. That's not a shepherd's pie. <laughs> a shepherd would spit that out if you fed that to him. <laughs> oh, so shepherd's pies are called that because shepherds fucking love them. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know Why that. Why do you think it was called that? I, I, I guess I just didn't know, Joel. And now yeah. I know. It's a shepherd's favourite food. <laughs> it's his pie. Of all the old-fashioned jobs that still exist, like shepherds, yep. what's the one who do iron? Blacksmith. A black- what do you think a blacksmith's favourite meal is? Good question. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm glad you've asked. Um, I don't want to stereotype, but I'm thinking it's something simple. Meat to veg, steak, chips, beans. I was trying to think of something more related to their work. Oh, nice. Uh, like a cheese toasty. <laughs> I toasted. I reckon you could cook it on an anvil. Yeah, they cook it. They cook a cheese toast on an anvil, and they put a lot of spinach in there because that's <laughs> a good a source, source of iron. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Oh. Mm, yeah, I feel much the same. <laughs> What's up, Joe? I don't know. I feel a bit sad now. Why? I think I've had gin. Is it? Oh yeah, gin, gin makes gin you since, sad since Christmas. I forgot that gin makes you sad. I shouldn't have suggested you have a gin. I'm having a banana now, and bananas make me happy. <laughs> I think it means digestion. So, so. <laughs> when Joel was, we were in the supermarket together, and Joel was looking at that banana, and he was saying, oh, "It doesn't make me happy, but it also gives me indigestion." Yeah. But he decided the happiness. Everything in life that I, that makes me happy also gives me indigestion. <laughs> Does this podcast give you indigestion? <laughs> no. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener